You're listening to Travel Tales with Fergal. I'm going to talk to him about the crack because we, oh, grace. whenever we go skiing, basically each day our day gets shorter. <laughs> so that's what I love because the body can't take too much of the skiing, whereas yeah. you still want the crack. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. That was me telling Tara that I'm going to be bringing Sean on to have a talk about all things apres ski. So whether it's the glue vine or a hot chocolate to warm the hand and hearts after coming down off the mountain, there's nothing like that contented feeling when cheering stories of that day's exploits and the giddy expectation for the night ahead. The fun for apres ski after a long day in the slopes is one of the great joys of a ski holiday. This bonus episode is an appreciation of all things Apre from the crack to the fun bars and restaurants to the great resorts for Apre. This is an extended interview from the ski special with my sidekick Sean. I hope this episode conveys that giggly Apre feeling. This is the perfect antidote for you if you like a good laugh. So if you find you laugh when other people are laughing, then this is the episode for you. What's magic about Apre? The Apre ski, the atmosphere, the, you know, the, the, the town, all part of it. A hundred percent it is. They'll talk about uh, the season. Yeah. And, you know, so you don't need to get technical. No, no, I won't. <laughs> That's the last thing I'm going to do. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no. And so <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> so, so what I, basically, you know, as you know, like skiing. The social not only. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sean, you're you're very welcome to the podcast. Before we get into talking about um your favorite topic, which is apres ski, just to get into the mood, I've got a, a little glass of Bailey's here to feel like we're we're actually on the slopes. Well, I've got a nice Merlot, so uh, I think I'm doing good. I think I'm doing More well. More importantly, it's, off the slopes because off the slopes, yeah. this worse. podcast, this episode, the ski special is talking about skiing, but I would believe, and I think you'd agree with me, that um, apres ski and the social aspects of skiing are very much part of it, aren't they? Very much so. I think for me personally, it's the it's the opportunity to get together with old friends, and, and you and I know each other since childhood, and it's an opportunity to catch up between wives and kids and work and life in general. For me personally, it's the most important part of skiing is getting catching up with your friends. And I know, obviously, it, there, there may be an indulgence here and there, but it's great meals, good bit of laughing, and just I enjoy that. I love it. I actually, it's it's an escape for me, and that's really where I get the joy out of skiing, True. quite frankly. And actually, if you think about it, we sort of revert to our teenage selves when we're <laughs> well, on, when we're yeah. on the slopes, don't yeah, we? Yeah, tendency is that. Yes, I think I think. Um, I think the, the the beauty of being in the fresh air and at altitude is something that gives you a certain sense of zest. And then you realize, wait a second here, I'm here with my oldest buddies and we're just going to have a good time and let's enjoy it. And the skiing becomes secondary for me. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, all right, let's get down the mountain. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and so what I've, no- what I've noticed is there's a trend when we ski and I think people will relate to it in the, in the apres ski is as the week, the ski week goes on, we spend less and less time on the on the mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It becomes, I noticed the fog's coming in on Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, and also you're like, oh, you know what? Ah, geez, you know, 
after breakfast, I'm thinking <laughs> we might as well just put the skis up near the pub or whatever we're going and just leave it there yeah. for the day. No, I, I, I think, yes, you're right. I think there's a, there, there's a, uh, look, it, it's, it's, again, it, there's a selfishness to it because you have an opportunity to be solely with people who are your friends and you want to be with, and you get into your own little groove and you have laughs and you have great food and plenty of drink. And that there's a, there's a certain, um, I guess those are the moments in life that you appreciate who's around you. And those are the treasures that I personally find, uh, very rewarding and why not, you know, and I can go up and down a mountain, no problem. I used to snowboard when I was a kid and I gave it up when my knees started giving out. But, um, but then I switched to skiing and because I didn't know how to ski, I, I, but I played ice hockey skiing wasn't a big deal. It didn't take that much. And I'm low to the ground. So it doesn't take a lot for me to just get down a mountain. I'm like, okay, that's done. Let's take these ski boots off <laughs> and go to the, go to the pub, and, you know, and, and I do enjoy it. And I do. You There's and I nothing like that left. feeling actually. Now you say it, I, I kind of give a little satisfied sigh there when I think that feeling at the end of the day, or with us, the middle of the day where <laughs> you get, where you take those ski boots <laughs> off. Yeah. And you just like, give wow. your you give your toes a little wiggle, yeah, and, and maybe put on like runners or sandals or something. Uh, it's and such a it's such a relief almost, and it, and it, it, it's almost like it's, it's like going for a run. It's great to do it. You feel great, but when you get home, you hop in the shower, you feel dynamite once that's over. You know, and and it's 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 a look. Skiing is a, is a great sport. It's for people who you know, and I enjoy it. It's fun. But I do really treasure the moments that we get together and have a bit of crack, you know. And, and you know what my catchphrase is? Like, what could you tell me? What my catchphrase is at the end of every day when we're up the mountain? Oh, hang on. <laughs> well, will I tell you? Yeah, go ahead, tell me. So my catchphrase is is you never do the last oh, run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the okay. But you say that like at the first run, like yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why I was like, "What's the last one?" No, you're right. That is your catchphrase. Asher, you know, it looks like the sun's coming. Down. Oh, geez, the fog's coming in. The clouds are coming in. That last run—that's when you, the injuries happen. We have a friend, Gordon, like who oh, yes. who always insists. Like if you do the last run, then he'll do the next run. Yes, so, he, so he has pitch a, dark. And and for. Uh, it's amazing how, you know, it's, there's a little bit of apprehension in me when it comes to the last run, because I, maybe it's just a superstition or whatever, but I do believe in that. So I'm always like, you know, yeah, okay, fair so enough. That's enough for, and you and I definitely go, okay, that's enough. Let's go down yeah. and we'll call it a day. At, but you know what, if you think of skiing holiday, what I think of, like, particularly when we're, when you're away with a bunch of mates, yeah. your memory, you know, you remember the ski runs and the skiing but equally as powerful a memory, I'm sure. Which my memory with you is, you know, munching some cheese, you know, with a glass of wine. Yeah, of course. Some grapes. Yeah. Watching the sun going down over the mountains, going, "This yeah. is the life." True. It is. Uh, of course. And we were in a bigger. That was a yeah. bigger high than, than going down Black Slope. <laughs> it was a good me. quality cheese. Good quality cheese, and wondering what kind of dreams we were going to have later on. Yeah, yeah I, I think that that's. But again, that's the, that's the joy of what skiing brings to people's experience is that you get time with your friends your dear friends and you get to enjoy great food you know great great wine great drink and and just have time together because as you get older it's limited you we all have obligations we all have family we all have work we all have 
you know, different obligations in our lives. And it's something that you have those moments and I do treasure it. And I think that's what's important. And then sometimes you run into random acts. You know, I, I remember that time when we ran into, uh, we had a couple of us and we were, in, I think it was Verbia. And um, we were, and I went to get, I think it was, there must've been about 10 of us. And I went to, it was my turn to get the round and I was calling the round. And, and what the, the side of the pub that I went to, the, the sort of wonderful place we were at, and that, remember the roof opened up, you know, that retractable yeah. dome almost. It was really cool. Yeah. And the band would play. Everything was going on. Going, still, wow, this is... still coming through the roof. Yeah, People it was dancing on top of the bar. Yeah, it was amazing. And so I, I said, okay, my time to get the round. So I went over and I saw all these guys, a lot of English lads and stuff. And there was some, it kind of looked very, a bit more formal than usual. But anyways, I was going up and uh, I was ordering, I ordered my 10 pints, you know. And I remember, you know, I'm vertically challenged. So there was a lot of taller lads around me. And I got up to the pub and I to the bar and I said, you know, t- 10 pints. And so they started to hand it back. And this young guy, you know, which always happens, there's always somebody nice. He starts handing them back to me. And I'm looking at him going, wait a second. That guy looks really familiar. And I noticed all these other kind of, well, other dudes standing around. And he kept handing it back. And I said, oh, that's, that's, that's Prince Harry, you know, you know, the redhead, the tall lad. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so he... Starts handing him back, and he thinks he's only giving me two or three. Right? <laughs> so I go, over, I go over and rally them back to you guys, and I come back again. There's three more. Boom. <laughs> and I win, and there's three more, you know? And he's going, what? He goes, I think there's one more. And he says, yeah, that's mine, right? <laughs> so he just goes, fair play to you. And, and uh, it, was just, it was just one of those moments in your life where you're going, wow. And I did notice some security people around and, and his friends. They, and he was such a gentleman. And he was just not, he was, he was just a regular lad. Like it was no big deal, but it was one of those moments you're going, okay, wow. That's the, you know, that's that Prince guy. <laughs> and that was it. And that's verbiage. Cause I, yeah. I've been in that same bar where, um, Lawrence Telelio was sitting up at the bar stool and he had actually been in my bar like a month previously in, yeah. in Clamel. Yeah. So I went up to him, you know, and, I introduced myself and he's like, Hey, what are you doing here? Like, you know, <laughs> as if he knew me, yeah. I say no idea who I was, yeah. Yeah. but, um, it was pretty standard. Verbia is a pretty glitzy place, isn't it? Well, you think of Clonmel and right there is Verbia. Yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I felt at home, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so, no, I, so. We've been to San Anton as well, haven't we? Yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah. San Anton so, is like, beautiful. And you know, I always associate there with the bar, you know, with that last run in the day. The Moose Bar, I think it's called, oh, yeah, yeah, which is the bar. biggest bar. They say that it has the most uh, larger sales during that period in all of Europe. Really? You know, there could be a thousand people there. That's true. It's huge. It is huge. But the <laughs> tricky part then is the skiing down afterwards because you're, you're halfway down the mountain. Yeah. You have a, have a, a few beers and then you've got to ski back down. And well, That's why you have a sandwich. You know, yeah. get something to eat, you'll be sorted, you know, yeah. but it's, but it's, I think it's the culture of it all that people realize. And, you know, it, I think people predominantly, there's, there's very good nature. People are out to have a good time. There's no pushing and shoving and nonsense. And like I said, at that time when I went, I got a, you know, a, a pretty big round of pints or whatever. And those guys were just patting me on the back, passing them back. And Harry was, yeah. you know, he was very nice. And he did knew, I think at the end, he realized that I recognized who he was. And I just said to him, thanks. And he said, you're more than welcome. He was a gentleman. Yeah. And I think that's, that's sort of the, um, the attitude that people, and you know, I would have done it for other people if I was in front of the bar or whatever. And I think that's the nice 
you know, attitude that people have that you're, you're all there to have a good time. There's no chips on shoulders that I've ever run into. And, um, the other thing is, is when you think about it, the food that we've had in some of these places, it's been tremendous. It's true. You know, great restaurants. And, and it's, look, it's a big, for me, it's, it's, it's for anybody going on a ski trip, it's an expense. It's an, it's a, it's a, it's a true, it's a true holiday. But if you're going to go that to that level, you might as well enjoy it. Completely. I remember one um, particular restaurant in Meerhofen. We got a recommendation from the the Banantee in the in the house we were staying in, and we trudged up through, ended up going through snow, practically up into a forest in the edge of town, to this you know log cabin. <laughs> and we arrived in. And and we, all the we all dead animals there, on the walls and everything. Exactly. Like, are we going to be next? There, it was a real McCoy. Yeah, we was, had our own room. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, it was fabulous. And maybe it was just the fact that we had to trudge through the snow. But that, I would say, was probably the nicest meal I ever had. I I had venison, and I'll never forget it, and the red wine. It was and, tremendous. Uh, it was tremendous. Yeah. And I, think, I think you're right. I think the authenticity of having to literally chop through the snow and get there and the effort to take it. And we got there and there was so many animals heads on the walls. And stuff. I, was, yeah. I was getting a bit nervous. And I said, wait a second. No, but it was, it was one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. It was absolutely amazing. And, and we had our own room and we could, it was a banquet. It was like a Viking thing. Exactly. You know, it was our, like, our, and Austria is very much like that, isn't it? Austria versus. Oh yeah, um, what was that place in Austria we went to with the um, Kitzbühel? Were you? Were you yeah, Kitzbühel. Remember, remember the um, oh, they were dancing all the tables and all. My buddy from Boston came over, flew over for that weekend. Oh, was that okay? Is yeah. that was that Kitzbühel? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Or was, do you remember that? Was that Patrick, the, was it? Patrick Reardon flew over for the for the weekend, literally from Boston for the weekend, and <laughs> wasn't that Kitzbühel? <laughs> Any, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Was that the one where the they guys were like they, opening they were, the champagne with yeah. with and uh, swords and, and all the and all the Austrian guys were singing the songs and you know they yeah. were the Oompa Oompa yeah, right. songs and we were like, okay, this is how they march across. Europe. And what did Patrick think of us then, uh, being he American? Loved he loved it. He thought it was well. First of all, he 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 just fair play to him for making it over just for the weekend. But um, he thought it was he again. He thought the sociability of what we were doing was much more in, he said that in America it was much more about how many slow how many you know runs did you do yeah. you know how how what else what difficulties it was a much more competitive in a way and maybe just amongst his buddies that that's the way they do it and and for us it was much much more sociable he loved that because he's he's a great skier <laughs> yeah and when we were at, the Austrians started singing all those songs which is great it, it, it adds to the I'm sure it's for for people that come to Ireland and they hear us in a pub and we start kicking off and singing songs and having a bit of crack. And if you're visiting, that's what it feels like. And it's a good feeling because then you feel like you can enjoy it. And there's a bit of, bit of fun going on, you know, that's the good thing. Actually, that's what I felt like. I felt like we were observers and we were, we yes. were sitting watching other people um, having a party. And I love that. Yes. I and enjoy I that as what... much as being in the party. No, absolutely. And I think that's what it must feel like for people when they come to Ireland and you're in, let's say you're in Doolin or you're in Ballyvaughan or you're in Lynch or you're in Ennis and you're touring Ireland and you've never been to Ireland before. And all of a sudden there's a session going on and there's music in the corner and people start singing from all different ages and backgrounds. And you're looking at that going, wow, this is amazing. You know, and that's our culture. And that's what we bring to the, to the human experience as a culture. 
And it was wonderful to be in these places and to see that, that authenticity. You know, it was yeah. wonderful. It was really nice. And, and I like to think that we bring that to the ski slopes as yeah. well. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. If I only had my bow on. When you come down from the mountain and you get the boots off and then you go to the bar or a restaurant and you have, a, it's either, it could be a hot chocolate yeah. or it could be a glue vine or it sure. could be a cold beer. Yeah. But there's nothing like that first drink after a day on the mountain and your legs are tired and you're content. Yes. Would you agree? There's a sense of fulfillment because you've done something that not only exerted your physically, but also mentally getting down a mountain safely and, you know, enjoying it and have a bit of crack. But it's that, it's that sense of accomplishment, I think, you know, and you could have, you, absolutely. You could be having a nice uh, hot chocolate or, you know, a glue vine, or you could be having a, a, a beer or whatever it is. But it's that sense that you've done something successfully. You're alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, and, I think, yeah, that's true. Because when you're up on and those you're signs, giddy, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love that giddy, yeah. giddy. You've 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 got you've left the gear away. You're still in your gear, but the boots are off, and it adds to it. If you're still in the gear, and um, you know, when you're up the mountain, what I love is that feet. You know, you're not thinking about work or you're not thinking about anything any issues all you know you're, all you're thinking about is getting down the mountain <laughs> yeah, it, get, it getting does, down that run it does concentrate the mind <laughs> i think i think i think and, and freeze it at the same time yeah i think that's that's a good observation i think it, it's that it's that sense of um maybe it's the, the 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 caveman instinct of just pure survival that kicks in and you can't think of anything else but getting down the mountain safely and making sure that, you know, you're there to tell the tale. And that relief when you're sitting at the, you know, you're having your hot chocolate or you're having your beer or whatever you're doing, you have that. So it, it, there, yeah, there's an exertion. There's an exertion that ends up with a, a wonderful sense of calm. It's a wonderful yeah. sense of calm and relief. No, I don't know if it's relief as much as, yeah, calmness and, and, and success. You're proud of yourself exactly. for tackling the mountain. Because when you're up at those heights, you look around and, you're, and, and there's a straight – Straight lines, straight down, especially some of those black runs, you know, they're, they're, mm. you know, they're pretty straight down. And, and even you think of Verbi, like they, they're, you know, it's famous for its off-piste yeah. and it's funny, but uh, Warren Smith from Verbi, who's also on the podcast, his WhatsApp photo is um, the Tortan off-piste oh, yeah, run. No he did and it. I got a bit of a shiver because yeah. I remember the last time I was on that I was going down with um, our friend Finney. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it was like, I was, he was, I was, all I saw was skis and poles. The last thing he said to me was, you guys. Well, the last thing he said to me was, um, you don't have a Panadol. <laughs> that would have helped. I and it's a straight, yeah, yeah, it's a straight it's off straight piece down. drop. Yeah, it's a thousand meters. It's straight and down. Went, and I don't know how you guys did that. Cause I remember being down at the bottom of the, I remember looking up going, could that be them? Could that be them? <laughs> and, I, and it's just, it's daunt. It's scary as you know what? And it is straight down. And you guys did it too. You did it. I love the fact that Finney did ask for a, <laughs> a Panadol. They're like, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if that will help, you know, you guys are going straight down the side of a cliff. But um, you guys did it, and hats off. I remember, remember, I was sitting there waiting for you, and uh, I was just very impressed. And you achieved something, and that's look, that's a personal accomplishment. And you guys should feel good about that because 
you overcame maybe a fear, you overcame a challenge to say the least, but it was straight down, man. That was, mm. that was like a wall. You know, the, next, the next time that we do manage to get onto the slopes, whenever that is, um, I can't wait for just a gentle, say, a run nice like in yeah, Morzine or Leger or something, a gentle run. Yeah. And a I couple think, of gentle runs. Yeah, just to bring back the confidence. But at the same time, it's there's nothing more um, enjoyable than knowing that you have the confidence to get down the mountain nice and easy, nice and slow and nice and calm. Just enjoy it and the fresh air and the scenery and being with your friends, nothing better. And there's nothing better. Yeah. And I have to say, Leger, what I particularly love about there is when you're coming down, there's a lot, there's a lot of trees. Yeah. You know, like saying Verbe is quite bare. You it know is. what I mean? If you think yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, it's very, it's But in, in Leger, oh, you're wow. going through trees on either side. Yeah. So it has that cliched Alpine feel about it. Yeah. And that does remind me of, of the, the States, of, of the runs you get in the United States, because they would have a lot of trees and, and um, there'd be narrow, you know, there'd be narrow paths that you'd go through. Um, but you'd have that sort of pine trees and, and it's really scenic and nice. Um, and, and it you is. You must love that. Yeah. In America, those narrow paths. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's yeah. Looking over a cliff edge on on a narrow path is some one of my biggest fears. <laughs> you know? Actually, could if I could just give a tip for listeners if they want to see Sean, like just say you're on a ski slope sometime and you you think, do I recognise that voice? If you hear like an Irish American cursing, you know, <laughs> go, going through me. one of these narrow paths, yeah. it's that's, probably that's a good chance it's Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe that. Uh, yes, that you can manage your, your your rage during these sessions, but it's it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's sometimes. I, yeah, and and that's the challenge of, of of skiing too. Is you're challenging yourself, and you're dealing with your fears. And and I would I would be. And it's and there's a and that's that sense of fulfillment that you talked about earlier. Is that when you get down to the bottom and you sit there with your friends and you take the boots off and your feet are nice and comfy and. You're having that hot chocolate or that glass of beer or whatever. Uh, you, you just feel you've accomplished something, which is a wonderful yeah. feeling, you know. So my last question for you is, you know, when you do that, you you because normally when you're going down the mountain, it is paths towards the end. It is quite narrow often yeah. and it's hard going and it can be icy. So when you do get down that mountain, have you ever had a, a hot chocolate? <laughs> no never no, no this is you keep chocolate. mentioning yeah. hot chocolate yeah, yeah. No, I, have hot I don't ever remember you drinking no, hot chocolate I, no i just i just think in the morning i'd like to do it but that never comes around <laughs> you know that never happens you know so <laughs> it's my intention it's definitely my yeah. i have good intentions to go i'd like to see what it tastes like that's all yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember, just to finish up, I remember our last time skiing and it was our last day, well, our last day skiing and um, we went up the mountain and a kind of a fog was coming down <laughs> and this, this was like yeah. 10 or 11 yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were like, no, nah, no, nah, no, not happening, too dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. you don't want to do the first run no. of the day. So <laughs> we went straight back down the mountain and into a into a restaurant for lunch and then just as we're ordering our wine and our food, the clouds, the the fit, the mist starts to disappear, and the mountain starts to clear up. And I'm looking up the mountain, and I go to you, Jesus, I think um, it's okay now to go skiing. You're like, no, 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 above 
bovine level, it's it's still fog up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to risk it. That's why we're here yeah. to tell the tale. That's why we're exactly. here to tell the tale, because we made a wise choice. You exactly. listen to my advice. Don't do the last run of the day. Exactly. Or on your last day, the first run. Yeah. <laughs> potentially. That's my new that version. Could, yeah, that, that, could, <laughs> that potentially could be an option. That's correct. I would ask if you could please subscribe to Apple Podcast, so a new episode will appear in your library every week. I would also really appreciate if you could leave a rating and a review as it helps others to discover this podcast. To find out who's on every Tuesday, please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Travel Tales with Fergal. Stay safe and keep dreaming of future travels. Travel Tales with Fergal.